Yeah, it's the Lord of the Underground. Your boy Rob, it's Andrew, which means it's only time for one thing. That's for us to kick our shit, talk our trash, and let y'all know what's going on in the sports world and beyond. What's up, Andrew? Not much, man. Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to get through the week. Ah, brother, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. I know you even happier after last night, no matter how how crazy it went. You got to be even happy after last night. You know, I'm going to go to the games coming up. First up, Giants <laughs> and Washington. We were actually uh, three and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Didn't make, didn't uh, cover the spread, but we won. I know, game. and I picked y'all. So I think you owe me some money. <laughs> no, trust me. Look, I don't even bet on my own team. Man. I, I, uh-uh. Uh-uh. But that, but I mean, even when they're like back in the day when they were really good, I just don't bet on them. I, I don't know why. I've always it's like been a rule. I don't bet on my team for or against. When they were really good, I just don't bet on them. I, I don't know why. I've, We got some some drag, some lag going on. No, no, no. That's just my phone. I'm trying to share this stuff. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, you said you don't bet on why you don't bet on your own team. You supposed to bet on your squad. I don't know, man. It's just uh, no reason. I don't know. I just don't. You know, you know, I mean, everybody's got their favorite team and they got certain things they do or don't do on like game day or whatever. I'm not into all that, but I don't bet on my team. I don't bet for them or against them. I can dig it. I can dig it. I'm kind of the same way when it comes to my birds. I don't like betting on unless I think it's like uh, a sure thing. Like I know for a fact, you know, they're going to win. And then I could see myself betting on them. But other than that, I usually kind of, I kind of stay away from them, you know? With Vegas odds, it ain't never a sure thing. And and that's the other thing. I, I, man, I don't, I, I don't want to either be pissed off because I lost or pissed off because they lost and I lost. So, no, it's a no win situation. Mm-hmm. You're right. But, anyways, right. <laughs> I just want to um, point out what I think everybody knows by now. I think Taylor Heineke is going to be our quarterback for the rest of the year with or yeah. without Fitzpatrick coming back. 34 46, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and one bad pick, but one pick. Mm-hmm. That's the only turnover in the game for either side. Yeah, you're here's right. What, here's what's pissing me off. What's We're that? supposed to have one of the best defenses in the NFL. We're supposed to have the best defensive line in the NFL. Jonathan Allen, a defensive tackle, I love him to death. He's leading the team right now with three sacks after two games. And our, our defensive ends aren't getting to the quarterback. I mean, we had four sacks. They didn't have any. But what's killing me is um, Del Rio and his infatuation with zone defenses. He mm-hmm. just he, he'll play the whole damn game in his own defense. It's like, man, come on with that. All, I mean, with our defense, come on, man. You ain't running no blitz packages, no man to man. It's just stay safe and, and 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 stay in the zone defense. It's killing me, man. It is killing me. 
I feel you, man. They say scared money don't make money. At some point, you got to dial the pressure up, you know? You got to be able to just go for it. Bring the house sometimes. And and I mean, got, he's got the tools. That seven is crazy. He's got the tools to do it. It won't do it, man. I, like I said, it's uh, if he don't start getting more aggressive on defense, it's going to be a long year. A long year. But anyways, moving on to um, the rest of the NFL games coming up this weekend. Got uh, Cincinnati, Chicago. Chicago is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you know about that? Uh, Who's the favorite in that game? (laughs) Chicago. I find it – I mean, I guess – with the players they have and, you know, Cincinnati still, Joe Burrow's only in his second season coming off the ACL or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know how much Chicago has shown me that they should just be favorite like that. Like, they still have a lot of issues. Quarterback play in general, like, I don't believe in Andy Dalton. <laughs> no. And, I mean, they're only doing gadget stuff with Justin Fields. I'm like, What's to say that the Bengals wouldn't win that game? I, I think it would be a close game. I think the Bears can win, but I, I wouldn't think they would be uh, a favorite by that much. I think that's a little like, bit much. Like they say, home team is worth three points by itself. Yeah, like, yeah that's what you're they saying. Say. They, they, you're still saying they're two and a half points better than Cincinnati. And man, they got a nice little young offense over there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on, Mixon and and and. Uh, Burrow and then um, those receivers they got, man. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, one of the better games, I think, of the day, Buffalo, three and a half point. I mean, excuse me, three point favorites at Miami. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good game. I think Buffalo gets off the schneid. You know, they lost week one to Pittsburgh. That was a tough one. I think they beat Miami. I, I got week, a hard time seeing them go 0 2. I do too, but. I guess anything possible. I'm honestly leaning towards Miami, but I don't know. Anyway, next up, Houston at Cleveland, 13-point favorites. Mm. I I feel like – I kind of feel like there's nothing really to see here. Exactly. (laughs) Um, New England, four-and-a-half-point favorites at the Jets. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think the Jets are pitiful. I don't think, like, as young as a team they are, that they can really give anybody a real run. I think every week they might be the punching bag. There's, like, whoever they – if you win a knockout uh, league or tournament, you might want to pick whoever plays the Jets every week. (laughs) Yeah, only thing I question, I I think New England will win by two touchdowns myself, but Mm – um, next up, Denver, two and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. That should be more than that, yo. Jacksonville so? was horrendous last week, yo. They lost to the Texans. I think Denver <laughs> had a nice little squad. I, you know, again, I, I'm with you. I think it should be a bigger <laughs> line. I mean, two and a half point favorites, and you're at Jacksonville. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, San Fran. Yeah, Philly. Against your boys. Uh-huh. 
coming in town. People been already starting and talking trash. They want to deface the Rocky statue. We not having that. You better call Minnesota and find out what happened the last time somebody came down here and messed with our statue. That <laughs> that means you owe the ass whooping. You don't mess with Rocky. Now, I ain't heard Rocky that about that. Yeah, they put the little towel on them and little whatever, a little regalia. I'm saying, friends, so yeah, we're not playing that. I think, I, I think, also, I think, um, what people also might miss is rarely do the West Coast teams play well in the one o'clock game on the road. So, going all the way over here in the earlier game from what they're used to playing, coming from the West Coast, I think that gives people trouble. Um, San Francisco also, they didn't do it last week because they played a bad Detroit team with a bad defense. But all last year we saw San Francisco, even if it was your boy Jimmy G or whoever they had backing him up, they like to get a ball away. And I think the Eagles defense is much better than Detroit defense. I think they have some turnovers. And I think the defense is what kind of helps Philly win this game. You know, you pointed out that uh... – Come across country, man. You know, they usually play the four o'clock games. Yeah. On the West Coast. To come here and play a one o'clock game to their bodies, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you run by. I mean, that's an advantage for sure. Um, Next game, here we go. I didn't get Andy being favorite last week. I don't get it <laughs> this week. The Rams at the Colts. Colts one point favorites. Help oh, me understand. Wow. Help me understand. I don't get it. They must. They believe more in Carson Wentz than this kid who used to root for him. Because I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't get my favorite games. But you know what? That's a sucker bet. I mean, when I see it, that's a sucker bet. Vegas knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. Vegas knows what they're doing. Now, any other time, I'd be like, oh, the Rams got this game. Vegas knows what they're doing. So, if Indy wins this weekend, don't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Next up, the Raiders and the Steelers. At uh, that's going to be a better one than people point. think. That's going to be a good one. Pittsburgh's a six-point favorite. I don't even – after that <laughs> – that, what is that Monday night game? I don't even know what you're going to get out of the Raiders from week to week. I don't know from quarter to quarter what you're going to get with that team. Like yeah, they never out of a game, they never in a game. <laughs> they they, they got to win games multiple times in the same night. <laughs> I just like all the the shots of Gruden on the sideline and all the facial expressions. Oh, Throughout the game. <laughs> oh, Chucky gonna give you some faces now. That's what Chucky gonna do. He's gonna give you some faces. Threatening up nose all stuffed up like this here. <laughs> all right, Chucky. Next up, Saints. Three point favorites at Carolina. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the Saints are gonna be really good. I think James proved last week. You can say uh, against Green Bay, who I still think is a good team. That just was a a bad outing to me. I think that was an aberration. I think Green Bay is going to be okay. So I think New Orleans is a good team. And I do too. And I think they're easily think, going to cover the spread. Oh, yeah. Three points. I think if I was going to put money on a game, that would be it. Mm. Uh, Minnesota and Arizona. Arizona, one and a half point favorites. 
Oh man, that's almost like a toss. That's almost like a push. Minnesota last week. Oh yeah, Kyler Murray looked amazing. Yeah, I like Arizona. I like Arizona. Oh, Arizona game. Too, I'm saying Minnesota looked good last week as well. Yeah, yeah, they did. But then they also it seemed like they couldn't quite put they they necks that they you know they foot down on their neck and you know that game came all the way back to the point where it was close and it shouldn't have been. That's another thing though. You got a quarterback that. You know, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not, but you got a Pro Bowl running back and two Pro Bowl wide receivers. So, I don't know. Um, next up, <laughs> Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, seven-point favorites. Mm. Tampa Bay is going to rock them, yeah? Yeah. I don't even think that's going to be close. I don't either. Um. Next up, Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle, four and a half point favorite. That's gonna be a good game. Oh yeah. Let's see. Dallas at the Chargers. Chargers one point favorites. <laughs> Same as they were against us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I really think that offense is gonna be too much for Dallas. I mean. Dallas defense is horrible. Defense. And then they lose their best defensive player on top of that. Yep. I mean, so I think nothing they're going to be having to go through mm-hmm. all season. Like, they're going to be in shootouts. Again, this is another team that can put up points. They can go up and down the field. They got a great quarterback. And Dallas is going to wind up struggling. Yep. And the game of the day, which is the eight. 820 game tomorrow night, uh Saturday night, Sunday night. Kansas City, one point favorites over Baltimore. He's at Kansas City in uh who? Kansas City, one point favorite at Baltimore. Uh, that's gonna be their games are always close. I think they win by more than one point. I think they win by a touchdown, like whoever scored the last touchdown wins. So I think they They'll win by more than one point, but yeah, it's going to be a back and forth game. That's one of those whoever got the ball last game. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fireworks in that one. Um, Monday night game. I think this is going to be a blowout, but Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay is a seven point favorite. Mm. Oh yeah, that that's be a blow. That's how Green Bay gets back on their feet <laughs> when they get a layup like Detroit. That's why I, I said I, I think it's going to get ugly. It's going to be hard for me to pick Detroit to win a game this season. Like, it's going to be hard where I'm like, all right, this is the team that Detroit is better than. Just based on the talent, based on the coaching, based on the schemes. It's going to be tough looking at Detroit and being like, hey, this is a team that could uh, <laughs> could they could they win this week? Well, this I'm going to ask, ask you this then because I just so happen to have these two games next to each other. You say you have a hard time picking Detroit. Detroit playing Jacksonville. Or the Jets. <laughs> okay, got? okay. The only two that you know you might can pick them. <laughs> Those are the three worst teams, I believe. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what they might pull out their hat? Um who was it? 
who is Foles even throwing the ball to? And who is the running back now? I mean, I know Swift is, but has he done anything since he's been in the league? Not really. He's been up and down. And then their receivers, Golden Day is gone. Who do they have? Do you I know? They still, got, they still got Jones. And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they still got, got the, the tight end is good. Hawkinson is good. Dude from Chargers, too, didn't Oh, uh, what's his name? Ah, I can't remember his name now. Anyways, um, yeah, so, anyways, um, tomorrow, tomorrow's games got a couple good ones. Bama and Florida. Oh, yeah. I don't think Bama's going to have any issues. No, I don't think they're gonna have any issues. I think they'll win decisively. But it is funny, and I know you don't like watching that stuff. But uh, Tim Tebow and Stephen A. Smith—they got a bet going. Tim Tebow bet Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith said uh, he got Alabama clearly winning by at least three touchdowns. So Tebow was like, "If they don't win by two, uh, three touchdowns, you got to come in next Friday because Tebow comes on every Friday." And you got to wear a Florida Gators tie, which is suit. <laughs> Damn, I was I should look the line up on that game. Mm. Another good one, uh, number ten and twenty-two, uh, Penn State and Auburn. Who you got in that one? Who you got in Penn State and Auburn, man? Where did you go? I know you didn't dip out on me, man. Where are you? No, I didn't dip out. Oh, there you go. Okay. It's hard for me to it's hard to me even seeing how they're ranked for me to root against the SEC in a game, even if it's a big, you know, a big ten opponent. So like I would think Auburn might be like the, the tougher team, the stronger team. Maybe the bigger guys, especially down south, you know, that's all they do is raise them big down there. So I guess I would have had to go with Auburn just because it's hard picking against the SEC. It is, but I'm going Penn State on this one. I'd be I'd be glad, you know. I'm a PA boy. I would be glad if Penn State win that game. I wrote this down for no other reason than I just I hate them, and I hope that Purdue beats them. But Notre Dame and Purdue tomorrow. <laughs> you hate Notre Dame. Oh God. <laughs> and then some. Uh, Couple other ACC games, uh, Virginia Tech, and well, this is an old rivalry that they stopped because it got out of hand. But they're playing again this year uh, for the first time in years, and that's Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. Oh yeah, so that 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 should be a good one. Uh, UNC and UVA. UNC's not looking good. They, they're definitely uh, not looking like the tenth ranked team that they started out the season. <laughs> not at all. And then my boys, the U, they play Michigan State. Michigan State ain't they? They they're not they're not the normal Michigan State though. So Mm-mm. we should take that one. But the top ten right now, college football is Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Oregon, Iowa. Six through ten is Clemson, Texas A and M, Cincinnati, Ohio State, <laughs> and Penn State. 
That's you know, as of next year, that'll be one, two, three, four. Four of the top ten teams are SEC. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I mean, they earned it. You know, that's like I said, that's the difference between the eight uh SEC teams with me and and uh Notre Dame, right? SEC teams earned it. I can't stand them, but they earned it. So, what yeah, you got going on this weekend, man, in sports? Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the football games. I think they'll be good, uh, both college and pro. Um, I'm not too sure there's anything fight-wise happening this weekend. I think it's a quite no. different, but we did hear that November they're setting up for Spence Crawford finally giving us the fight we want. No, that's what no. I saw yesterday. No, 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 they are setting up uh Crawford and Porter. Crawford and Porter, who wants to? I don't want to see Sean Porter box ever again. Yeah, Sean Porter, I cannot stand Sean Porter. Sean Porter and Crawford, man, that's November 20th. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see that. I have I no. Do. I don't want to see Sean Porter. I do because somebody I, said I Oklahoma plays zero defense. <laughs> That's probably in sports nuts because it won't let me show it, but I will put it up there on the screen for you. <laughs> oh, you read right about, right about that. Um, I mean, I want to see Spence Crawford just like everybody else, but this is probably the next best thing. Mm, I guess. <laughs> but they got, yeah, uh, Canelo and Caleb Plant. That's on the 6th. And, of course, next month, October 9th, is uh, Fury Wilder, which no, okay. I think I, I think Fury's going to win again. You think he's going to win again? You think Wilder still ain't learned his lesson? I don't. I, I mean, look, man. I was hoping for the best for him, man. When he first came out, I was like, damn, this guy's got power. He does. You can't deny it. But, you know, we were talking about Tyson the other night and how Tyson started just relying on his power. That's all Wilder's ever done is just rely on his power. And when you – that loss that he took last time, we I, I, I mean, I'd be here till tomorrow morning giving all the excuses that he came up with as to why he lost. But a couple of things he did was fire a few people around him, one of them being Mark Breland, his trainer. And – I'm gonna tell you something, man. If Mark Breland can't teach you how to box, nobody can teach you how to box. Yeah, right. Nobody on this planet can teach you how to box. So he fired him, you know, and amongst other people. But when he fired again, man, when he fired Breland, that told me all I needed to know about him. Period. I don't think he's ever gonna be any better than what he is. Yeah, I think you're right. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe he'll go out, go out there and look like Muhammad Ali, right? <laughs> oh, what's up, cuz? Got my cuz, the Rev Bradford, tuning in. 
So what you think? What you think is going to happen this weekend? I know. I think he's also a Washington fan, so you got a little brother in here. Okay, that's what's him up. Tech last year, they fought, they won the division, and he was all hype. Good for you. That's right. <laughs> got on my Sean Taylor rookie jersey, thirty six. Oh, everybody uh, off with this one. They used to twenty one. They used to twenty one. I got on thirty six. That's the rookie jersey. That's classic, man. That's classic. Mm-hmm. That's classic. My uh, what's up? <laughs> I watched the football team. I see you. I see. You. <laughs> um, I'm excited this weekend. Like just when I, I I'm out, they pull me back in with these Phillies. They got a, a set with the Mets coming <laughs> up. They got a chance. <laughs> I'm like, why do they keep doing this? Like, why do they keep sucking me back in to this pennant race? I mean, they're three games back of Atlanta. They got two and a half on the Mets as far as the division goes for the wild card. They're still only two and a half back of that second wild card uh, that's held by St. Louis. It's like, why y'all doing this to me? Why are y'all doing this to my heart? I can't take this. I don't want this. Now I got to be invested. I got to watch. I got to root. I stopped pulling for the Mets <laughs> this week. I was like, we're done. It's over. We're finished. And now, my cousin was talking about them Bronx Bombers. You talked about them last week, Andrew. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I'd rather see the Braves or the Phillies go because. One, we're playing like garbage. We're playing worst baseball we played all year. And two, even if we get to the playoffs, you're not going to get but so far with your two best pitchers on the injured reserve. Not one, but two. You know, no, not at all. Syndergaard hadn't played all year, but somehow we were in the mix. When the matter of fact, when the ground went down, that's about when we started sucking all over again. Mm-hmm. But without them two, what's the point in even going to the playoffs? <laughs> because we we don't we don't have we don't have the bats to carry us. Now we, we're down to receivers. I mean receivers, um, uh, pitchers that we're calling up from from AAA. So we're done. We're done. Nah, Bryce, I, wish, I, wish you Bryce Bryce about. I wish you and Bryce were about. And if it's if, if I had my choice, I'd rather see the Phillies go because I, I I used to hate the Braves, but I still hate them. They haven't been there for so long, but I hate the Braves from back in the nineties, man. I oh god, they were like they were like the Cowboys to me in baseball. Mm. And then to go to that many World Series and come away with one, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. That was embarrassing. <laughs> How you win 10 division titles, you get one World Series out of it. And man, come on, Bobby. Teams, yeah, they had some teams, but they get some, they had some arms, man. They had some oh, yeah. arms. Smoke, Maddox, Clavin, Arden, they could all pitch. You remember that clown that was the closer for a couple of years? Um, oh, yeah. What was his name? Damn. 
the one that didn't know how to shut his mouth and, and said some racist stuff and some oh, John Rocker. That's him. That's him. Mm -hmm. He was on one of those uh shows a couple years ago. Which one Survivor? He oh, was wow. on Survivor a couple years ago. Look, he was there for a minute, and then one of the other guys recognized him. Oh and wow. He recognized him. Do I need to tell you who the next person voted off the album was? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can guess. Man, he was out of there after that. <laughs> but, hey, you heard about Clippers, man? Oh, yeah. They're finally going to be leaving um, the Staples Center and get their own little dump in Inglewood. Uh-huh. They're going to call it the uh, Intuit Dome. That ain't gonna be till 24, 25. Uh, yeah. Rocker with a straight gutter dog. That's right. John yeah, Rocker with the clown. He was that. That dude took one ride on the New York subway and all of a sudden he, he just felt the need to go speak to the press. And that was the end of John Rocker. No, <laughs> uh, yep. Because that's when he made all those comments. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh what did he say about gay people on the on the subway? He said something about them, man, but something mm. stupid. Yeah, something stupid. But yeah, man. Oh man, man, you were living in Atlanta. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't blame you. The Clippers are gonna collect all zero of their banners from the Staples Center. Moved to the Intuit Dome in Inglewood, California, in 24-25. Why would anybody... I heard the building's going to cost like a billion dollars, though. In Inglewood. How do you... Yeah, that don't even... Might don't put it in Compton. To me, that doesn't even make sense. I, I can't get my head around it. You're going to build a billion-dollar stadium in Inglewood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good you might as well put it in company. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Good luck in getting the fans. Where do you think they should have put it? I don't know, but good luck in getting the fans to come out the end <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. But then again, the Yankees play in the South Bronx. And it's not a, it's yeah. not nice around that neighborhood, yet they're always full. Where, where, um, uh, uh, the Mets play. That's another. That that's kind of in a gutter neighborhood in Queens, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's all part of what do they call it? Um, um, what do they call it, man? Where they booting all the all, all, all lower income people out and bringing in high? Oh, gentrification. Them. Yeah, gentrification. Gentrification. I got an. Oh, the same thing. I mean, it uh, always worked at a uh, USC. You know, USC right in the middle of <laughs> Yeah, that's true. In the middle of South Central, like the whole other side of the stadium ain't nothing but the ghetto. I got an aunt that lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> she used to lie. I mean, straight lie and say she lived in Williamsburg. And, you know, I used to say to her all the time, Auntie, Williamsburg is over there. And, and it literally was like across the street. I said, you live in Bed-Stuy. That's this is best. Yeah. That's Williamsburg over there. The man they done gentrified uh 
uh, Bear Stein so much, she'd be the first one to say, I live in Bear Stein now. Uh-huh. It's like uh, Michael Chase said, you got white girls on her there and talking about Brooklyn's is mine now. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a cousin so, uh, that lives in Brooklyn. We were talking about uh, that USC uh, fiasco last time. Mm-hmm. Think Urban Meyer's going there? Because I don't think he's going to stay in the NFL. I don't know if he's going oh, no. there. There are already reports that he's having second thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> so you think he's going to USC? No. He had to go somewhere. It's going to be, to be like a, a, a plum gig, somewhere he could move right in and be successful almost immediately. And USC is not that place. It's not, but it's a school that he can build up and beat his chest and say, look what I did. <laughs> That's true. And it's also a, 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 a glamour program, despite like – the success hasn't been there in a while. You still, everybody knows what USC is. Everybody knows the Trojans. Everybody knows the 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 lore that comes with that. So it is a glamour spot, even if they're not good. It's like play, it's like coaching Notre Dame. Notre Dame ain't been shit in years. <laughs> like they haven't been good since your boy uh, Manti Teo was on the team and they went to the Natty. Like, but people still know Notre Dame. If you get the Notre Dame coach job, it's going to be a big deal. Same thing with USC. You're right about that. But I, I'm getting to a point where it's like, when are these guys going to realize, what college coach has ever come to the NFL and succeeded? I mean, I really, I can't think of anybody. And and I know Jimmy Johnson. Who? Jimmy okay. Johnson. You're right about that. You're right about that. You, you can problem. claim Barry Switzer. He did get a Super Bowl. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, uh, I heard somebody else talking about this. Said Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll started out in the NFL, though. He went NFL, college, and then back to the NFL. But there's been a whole lot that succeeded. I mean, damn, I my team knows firsthand with uh, what they call them, the old ball coach. Oh yeah, Spurrier. Yeah, mm-hmm. that dude. That dude was. <laughs> uh. Um, what's going on with these trade rumors with your boy, man? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's down to the point now where they're like, they're grasping their straws and they take almost anything, man. Like, they're like, they're, uh, like they may take anything at this point. They just want to get, you know, him going. He doesn't want to play here. I mean, I think what was the last thing I saw? Where was it? Oh, possibly people are talking about John Wall. I don't understand the hate in the John Wall. I think anybody that's going to give you twenty a game might be a good idea. I'm just saying for somebody who you had to beg to shoot the ball to get somebody that's going to give you twenty. That's an upgrade to me. You read about that? You talk about the defense and all that other stuff. I get it. But this dude wouldn't dunk when he was two feet from the rim. Give me John Wall in place of that. I heard one today. Um, they were saying the picks that would come with it aren't good enough because they would be trading the picks they got from Brooklyn for Harden, those number ones, and those are going to be bad picks. Those are going to be end of the draft, end of the first round picks. 
Well, I heard one today. You tell me what you think uh, to the Pelicans were uh, mm. Brandon Ingram and Kara Lewis. Kara Lewis is a throw-in, but basically for Brandon yeah. Ingram. What do you think about that? I wouldn't mind Brandon Ingram. That's somebody, again, that can I think can create his own shot. And the actor is going to shoot. That's, he's going to jump that's, that's 24, 5, and 5 a night. I'll take it. I'm taking anybody <laughs> you throw at me that can give me 20 to go next to Embiid. That's all I want is a surefire 20 every single game. I don't I need the eight boards and 11 assists. I'm good. They'll find another way to distribute the ball. I need the buckets. I need somebody at the end of the game that can go out there and get me a basket that ain't afraid of the moment. That's going to make his damn free throws, Andrew. <laughs> And that's something else I can do. I mean, when I heard this, I wrote it down because I actually thought it made the most sense of anything I've heard so far. Ingram can shoot, you know. He, yeah, he's yeah. he's I, I don't know his, I don't remember what his uh shooting percentage is, but I mean he shoots 40 beyond uh beyond the three. He can shoot his he can hit his free throws, and he, you know, he, he averaged 24 points, five boards, five assists last year. I think that would work a lot better on that team. Than Simmons, I completely with him. Yeah, he's just about forty six percent from the field, so it's not half bad. Forty six, yeah, about forty six percent from the field. That's that's your typical shooting guard. Yeah, thirty eight percent from three. Oh, I thought it was forty. Close enough. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> I mean, that's a typical He's gotten guard. better every year since he got in the league, so that's a good thing. Every year he's gotten better at his shooting. Yeah, his first couple of years in the league, man, I wasn't too sure what was going to become of Mr. Yeah, right. Yeah. Any of those guys, they though that young core they had with the Lakers is why, like, you weren't sure what was going to come of that. Like, were they going to get somebody that can anchor that? Was it going to be Bron and them, and then Bron came and got hurt, and then they just decided to blow the whole thing up for AD? It's crazy. Now, people are going to be watching those three or four players for the rest of their career because of that trade to see, yeah. well, what could the Lakers have had if they kept the young core together and just got another, like, superstar player? And they've had three or four guys that have left that are all-stars with other teams now. Yeah, Julius Randle. Yeah, Julius Randle. Um, what was the point guard's name that was videotaping something back in the day? Um, with, with um, I think he's with the Warriors now. Oh, yeah. Um, D'Angelo Russell. Uh-huh. Um, well, he's with Minnesota. Minnesota now, okay. And then Ball, I mean, he he's playing a lot better now than he was then. So... What happened to uh, uh, what do they call that dude? Um, something P. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What about who? Uh, the dude, the dude that decided he wanted to date famous people. They call oh, uh, uh, something P. Um, oh, Swaggy P. Yeah, what happened to him? Uh, is he, is he he I think he went to Golden State. He might be in Golden State right now. Uh, I had to look at that. Let's see. Uh, Nick Young. Nick Young right now. Uh, 
Is he a free agent? Last year, the last place he te- played was Denver, and that was almost going on three seasons ago. So he's not in the league anymore. Swaggy T is done. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But he got Damn. a title. I guess that's all that mattered. He was on yeah. that 2017, 2018 uh, <laughs> Warriors team. Who, who was it he was dating when he was with the Lakers? Iggy oh. Azalea. Iggy yeah, Azalea, the pop star, the white girl with the big butt, and Brett. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're not together now. No, no, because she cheated on him. Oh, uh, he, he, he cheated on her, and that's what got with well, Daniel Russell. He cheated on her. Yeah, he cheated on her, and Russell was recording it with his phone, and oh. he sent it to him. He sent it to her. Oh, damn. Hey, his man burnt him. His man did him dirty. Oh, damn. I, You know what? I never knew the whole story. You just – Taught me something, too. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the whole thing. They he had the girl at the hotel. Russell was on the other bed because they, you know, they share hotel rooms or whatever. He got his phone out recording his man. I'm like, who does that? Damn, that's a violation, yo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's wrong, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, what's well, so up? You got any good good plans for the weekend? Uh. I was I was supposed to. I actually got back to doing some actual athletic stuff myself. I played a little softball on uh, Wednesday, and oh, Sunday nice. we we're supposed to practice uh, Sunday morning for another game next Wednesday. So like I've been doing that. That's going to be fun. It was good getting back out there catching. I I had a couple web gems. Offensively, I was over three, but. Defensively, I made two outs. I had I got one that I just caught straight over my head. I played second base. And then the second one was a, a grounder that popped right back up into my chest, but I was able to field it and get the force out at first. So that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, so I, that, that's the fun I'm having. Plus, I got my Eagles show on Sunday. I'll be at Villa Capri if anybody wants to stop by. I probably have some more stuff to give away. Last week, I gave away some stuff. With my swag bag, I'll have my uh my big heads there. Oh, uh, my Eagles players. I'm in the Jalen Rager, Zach Ertz, and our guy Jalen. <laughs> I got Rager on one of my fantasy teams, man. Yeah, I, I think I got him on one of my teams too, and I was mad because I didn't start him last week, and he had that touchdown, but I. I won two of my matchups. I lost in our league to you. I know. So you, you can bite me. No, I, I I'm so used to winning. I, I forget who I beat. You beat me. You beat me week one. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> he said, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I was 4 0 in my league. So. Yeah, I was 2 and 1. You were the only one I lost to. I had, uh, but I, I mainly won my other two because I had Tom Brady. And he started Thursday night, last Thursday night. And then I was just up ever since then. And it was hard for the other team to come back. Mm. It just it, everything worked in my favor. But that game Monday night, oh, that played heck, that played hell with my fantasy. Because I had um I had the, the Baltimore kicker and I had Darren Waller. My opponent had Jacobs, the running back, and Baltimore's defense. And at first, it was going back and forth. I had, like, a little lead toward the end of the game. And then Jacob scored that touchdown. 
And my opponent went up. He went up like four or five points, and there wasn't that much time left. But what happened was, as Jacobs was scoring, and then on the other possession, when like uh, Baltimore scored, I got the field goal, the extra point. But then Waller scored right after that, if you remember. And not only did he score, and I got the points and the receptions and all that, and it was like he caught four passes that uh, drive. That he had the defense, and they went over 30 po- 27 points, and that dropped his defensive score down. So I wound up taking like a 10, 12 point lead with like a minute left in the game. And at that point, it was nothing he could do. Look, I, I was up on somebody enough that I really wasn't paying attention to it, but he had Waller. And long story short, I won the game by like two points. Oh, wow. Points. That was it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, Waller, God, days. I heard he, he a beast. 19, he was targeted 19 times. That's insane. He was quarterbacks. I mean, like, I think uh, Winston only threw 20 times. So that's like saying, you know, you put Waller on that team and Winston threw every pass to you. Yeah. Damn. Listen, He's a beast, though. Uh, you know, that shit, I might do it, too. I don't know who else has got to catch the ball. Yeah, they got uh, Renfro from uh, – uh, I'm going to say it again. Clemson. I don't know who else has got to catch the ball. They got Hunter Renfro from Clemson, but, yeah. <laughs> you had the right idea. It's, it's, yeah. it's the yeah. going yeah. to Waller. He's getting all the targets. That's why I'm glad I got him in that one league. But uh, that is going to do it for us tonight. I'm glad everybody checked in. Rev, glad you checked in, dude. That was super dope. Always come in, comment, chat it up with us. We love that. It's been the Lords of the Underground. We're going to get out of here. And uh, I'm out of here. Peace.